Hello and welcome back to the Sports Podcast and Matthew Roth. Last week I did say that I would do college basketball, but I forgot to do one more thing for college football, and that is awards and the bottom five. I did it last year. Um, I'm going to start off with the bottom five, actually, and then I'll go into awards. So to start off, the bottom five, five worst teams in college football. All right, so the five worst teams in college football. Let's start off at number not number five is Indiana. Indiana two and ten record. They were supposed to be better. I think it was really injuries, uh, but even with their star quarterback Michael Penix, they did not play well. Um, I don't. I think maybe it was because Michael Penix tore his ACL last year. Um, but who knows? Indiana started off two and two, and then ended the season all one eight. Now they had a close game versus Sparty, um, but Sparty was able to win. Uh, but Indiana, they had some really close games, but towards the end of the season, they just really quit um, trying to play well. It was also because of injuries. They had uh, three different, four, four different quarterbacks start. Um, they started Michael Penix, Jack Tuttle, Donovan McCauley, the freshman, who could be really good, um, and Grant Gremmel. I think Indiana, it was injuries. The running backs were not good. Uh, Stephen Carr got hurt. Receivers, they had Hendershot and Freifogel. They didn't play that well. So, Indiana was injuries that were the problem. Now to number four in the bottom ten is Vanderbilt. They're usually always here. Um, Vanderbilt, a team that they haven't really been that good. They're two and ten. Started off the season two and zero, oh, but then they lose out. Um, they had a close game versus UConn, who is also going to be in this bottom ten. They had a close game versus South Carolina, but really they couldn't finish it out and nowhere near a bowl-eligible team. Their two wins, however, Eastern Tennessee State University and Vander and Colorado State University. That, both of those games fairly close. Vanderbilt, well, the quarterback sort of switched off. Ken Seals uh, ended the season. He got hurt in the middle of the season, and Mike Wright uh, sort of started off the season and sort of ended the season. Um, they had a two-quarterback system going on, and what John Madden says, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Running game, not good. Really just not a great team altogether, and I think that's just because Vanderbilt just, yeah, they're – the best player in the past year for them was their kicker, Sarah Fuller. 
and Sarah Fuller made history, and that's the only history Vanderbilt is going to make in the next few years. Now to number three in the bottom ten, that's Texas. Texas might be a surprise here, but Texas five and seven. They beat Louisiana early in the season, lost to Arkansas, beat Rice, beat Texas Tech, beat TCU. And then once they played Oklahoma, that was, that was when struggles really started for them. Oklahoma, Texas was up by a lot. They were up. They were up by as much as 28 to 7. And they blew that lead. They had a second half lead of 41, 41 to 23. And then they blew that too. So really, um, Texas, they have a lot of work to do. You know, maybe Steve Sarkeesian, as he said, it's going to take some time. Maybe this team with Casey Thompson going to be coming back next year. Um, can try to be good, like the old Texas team. Number two is an independent. Um, is UConn? UConn, a team one and eleven. They had a win for at. They had a win against Yale and a close one, but got blown out by a lot of bad teams, and it just wasn't good for them. UConn. Really, their quarterback, they had quarterback names that I can't even pronounce, and Craig Juski um, was their quarterback, and they had uh, Nathan Carter running back. But this team just couldn't play well. And, you know, they're an independent, but they've been this bad consistently. And number one leaves us with the Detroit Lions of college football. That's Nebraska. Right, Nebraska. Yeah, they're one and eight in the Big Ten. They're three and nine, best three and nine team in the country, worst team in the country. Their wins are against Fordham, Buffalo, and Northwestern. Their losses, they haven't lost by more than nine, and they, and all of their losses, are close losses. Games, I think they should have won. They should. They had a close game versus Oklahoma. I'll give them that. That was sort of an upset game, upset watch. They didn't really have anything to close out. I don't think Nebraska should have won that. The Michigan State game, they allowed a punt return for a touchdown. Adrian Martinez threw a near pick six. Um, Then they played Michigan. And so Nebraska up fourth quarter lead, 26 29 to 26, and um, Michigan got the ball, couldn't create anything on offense, kicked field goals in the red zone for Michigan, and then Nebraska got the ball back, tie game. They'd been completing drives very well, and then all of a sudden, you know, you see Nebraska just fumble the ball and have some sloppy throws. Um, and that's why they really lost that game. And then they've just had so many close games. I think the game that really capped off the 
them being the worst team in the in college football was that game versus Iowa. They were up twenty-one to six, and then the fourth quarter started. You had a blocked punt, um, and Kyler Fisher just picked the ball up and ran it in for a touchdown. There's an intentional grounding that was ruled as a safety. For an, Iowa got the safety there. Iowa kicked a field goal. The offense wasn't able to create, yet Nebraska was still in trouble. And then Spencer Petras capped off that game with a two-yard run, and then Nebraska threw a terrible interception. Uh, Logan Smothers, the freshman QB, just threw it to nowhere. And this Nebraska team uh, has a lot of work to do. I don't think Scott Frost has been fired, but I think Scott Frost should be fired. That will wrap it up for this bottom 10 segment, and now let's take it over to Players of the Year in college football. All right, so now to our college football awards. We'll start off with our defense, our defensive player of the year. This has to go to Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, he set the record for sacks at the University of Michigan. He is really just like, he is the heart of this Michigan team. He is why Michigan is in the playoffs. 14 sacks this season. He's been a factor in every single one of these Michigan games been why Michigan has got stops on defense. He will be the number one pick in the draft. He should be the number one pick in the draft, and he is the best player on this Michigan football team. With our offensive player of the year, so it can't be the Heisman Trophy winner. I think the offensive player of the year this year should go to the transfer at Michigan State, Kenneth Walker. Um, Kenneth Walker the only team he cannot run over was Ohio State. But he was able to run for about 100 yards, at least 100 yards, in uh, in about in about 8 out of the 12 games this season for Michigan State. Could not, he only ran for 25 yards against Ohio State but ran for 197 against the big brother. Um, I think Kenneth Walker, this was his last year at Michigan State. He could be a very good NFL running back. I compare him to a guy, versatile guy like Derrick Henry. He can really run the ball well. And running the ball is a part, was not a part of that Michigan State team coming into the season, but it turned into a part of the Michigan State team later in the season. And now our player of the year. Some people say it's Bryce Young. Some people say it's C.J. Stroud. Some people last weekend even said it was A.J. Aiden Hutchinson. But here, I think it's pretty clear that Bryce Young should be the player of the year, the Heisman Trophy winner. He has played so well. He really, if it wasn't for him, Alabama would not be in the playoffs. I can say that with certainty. And that Alabama team could be heading to a Super Bowl. We'll see. 
or to a national championship fraction. My bad. So that will wrap it up for this sports podcast. And um, thank you for listening. And next week, uh, I will not be doing college football. And the week after, there will be no podcast. So this is the last college football uh, episode for the next two weeks. Thank you for listening and come back next week.